Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 47 of the Wealth on Any Income podcast. This is where we talk about money tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration. In the past episodes, we spoke about how to build an income and expense report, how to measure the level of pleasure based on where you spend your money, how to track your money in five to 10 seconds, what to look for on a net worth statement to see how close you are to complete financial choice. And last week, we had Jackson Milan from Australia. Today, we have as our guest, uh, Paul, help me pronounce your last name. Mooring. Mooring. Oh, that easy. Today, we have as our guest, Paul Mooring. Paul is a speaker, a best-selling author of the book, Get Squared, and a business growth coach. His passion for helping people perform at their very best has been paramount to his success. And when working with his business coaching clients, he uses the Get Squared process to establish a solid foundation for transformational growth. Paul, welcome to the Wealth on Any Income podcast. Thank you, Rennie. It's great to be here. Well, let's, let's get right to it with some questions. Tell us, uh, besides the bio, what it is you do and why you do it. Sure, absolutely. So the main piece of what I do, I know I'm a speaker, I'm an author, published author, as you mentioned, and I'm also a business coach. Most of my time is spent coaching business owners and helping them get unstuck if they're in a position where they've hit a plateau and they just can't figure out what to do next, or they're facing some kind of operational pain points that they want to be rid of, or the business is owning them. And then we also help startups when they're getting started and trying to get shot out of a cannon versus doing the slow and painful two steps forward, one step back. Uh, we try to help them get through the startup phase as well. Got it. And I know that you believe in the Zig Ziglar quote that talks about you'll have everything in life you want if you just help other people get what they want, right? Yes. And I love that because it puts your focus in the right place. I learned that early because when I first got into sales, I had just graduated from college and took a job as a management trainee, a manager trainee in retail. And the manager of the store, sharp guy, handed me a cassette tape series. Yes, cassette tapes in one of those little yeah. folders that opened up. Mm -hmm. And it was Zig Ziglar's book one of his books. And I went through that probably three times. I darn near had it memorized because I just didn't have any sales experience. But what Zig says over and over and over again is that very quote that you had mentioned. Sure. And so we try to help people get what they want and then the rest of the chips will fall into place. Great. Well, let me ask you because, um, you know, I talk about donating 100% of the profits from the work I do to the charity Shelter to Soldier. Is there a particular charity that you support? And if so, what is it they do? Well, first of all, I want to really give you a big pat on the back for what you're doing. I think that's a great, uh, great thing that you do. And I looked up that charity and looked up on your website. So I'll be adding that into my mix. We try to do a couple of things a year. One of them is during the holidays, and we call it the spirit of giving. And the Spirit of Giving campaign has done everything from toys to coats to tennis shoes to 
schools that have grade schools, uh, elementary schools that have underprivileged kids in them. And it always feels good to deliver all that, all the goods to that school and see the smiles on faces as we arrive. So that's something that we enjoy doing each year. And then over the last three years, I've done the Great Cycle Challenge, which benefits childhood cancers and getting rid of those once and for all. And that's a neat event. It's done in September now, which is nice because it used to be in June. <laughs> I'd be out in the 105, 110 degree heat getting my miles in. But it does raise awareness and gives you a good feeling of giving back. And I've always felt a responsibility as a business owner to give back, not just for myself, because I can only raise so much, but as an example to, uh, for others to follow. And I guarantee you that your the, the charity that you support the strongest, the Don't soldiers, soldier. that has influenced a ton of people. In fact, I think when we were on that call together, I reached out to you because I wanted to find out more about what you're doing. Oh, thank you. And, and thank you for what you're doing too. And you know, for all my listeners, one of the things they do need to understand is that I don't have any guests on the program who aren't also philanthropic. Ah. And now you mentioned your, your target market are small business owners and entrepreneurs, but let me ask you, what would you say was your biggest failure, whether it was personal or business? You know, it's, I get, <laughs> I get told that I'm a little bit hard on myself by my wife all the time. I won't say that I'm a perfectionist, but I just expect myself to perform at a certain level. So any given day, I've got a failure to report. I think probably waiting as long as I did to get into coaching was probably a mistake because I went through a training program in 2013 put on by the EMF. And I don't know if you're familiar with the E-Myth or the book that Michael Gerber wrote, but he started a coaching company several years ago. Yes, I And am. I went through the training to become an E-Myth coach. And that was, again, in 2013. At that time, I was still working in the industry, the insurance industry, full-time as a sales manager. So from 2013 to 2020, I said to myself, eventually, eventually, I'm going to do this. And when two... 2020 hit, I started networking like crazy, getting out there. And then of course, COVID shut some of those things down. And I don't know, I don't, I don't consider it a failure, but really, if I would have started three or four years earlier, I probably would have been happier because going in from scratch during COVID was a little more challenging. But then again, I probably wouldn't have gotten my book written because I had gone to 26 networking events in 28 days. Oh. And I would have kept up on that pace and not spent the time necessary to finish my book. Oh, God. So um, would you say that was one of your biggest insights from that failure? And that's what you may have used to create the success you have now? Yes. The, you know, once you decide, once you figure it out what you want to do, you've got to take those steps and go. I mean, I got to, when I was 50, my wife bought me a gift certificate to jump out of a plane. <laughs> with a Is that a hint? What are you saying? I, just, I hope she meant with a parachute, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> with, with a tandem parachute instructor, of course. But um, you get to the edge of that plane and it's time to go. He says, one, two, three, and you're out. You don't have time to stop and think about it. You're prepared. 
everything is set up. And really that's the, that's the mistake a lot of us will make. And you never want to get to the end and say, I wish I would have. Yeah. Right. I can say, I wish I would have earlier, but I didn't have to say, I wish I would have. Got it. So what are the typical feelings that your prospects experience? Well, the get square process that we use at the beginning of our visit is really an eye opener. So we have the business owner or the person that we're working with fill that out first. Then we encourage them to take it home and have their spouse fill it out as well. Mm -hmm. The spouse usually starts with, why would I have to fill this out? I, I, I'm not into goals. I'm not into setting goals. Oh, just, just do it. Just do it for the heck of it. Uh, he's asking me to have you do it as well. And they don't have to share the information with me, but the spouse has some aha moments as well. And whether he or she is working in, the, in a business or not, there's things that roll up into that goal square and the get squared process that are pretty eye-opening. And I know when I put mine together, my wife came home, I came home and I was telling my wife about it and talking about setting goals and family and business and personal and spiritual. And she looked at me like I was kind of crazy because before that it had always been, well, these are my goals for business. And then maybe I want to run a half marathon this year, right? I mean, so it was, it never involved the family, but yet if you took a step back and thought about it, what's the most important thing? The family. family. Yeah. So why wouldn't you set goals for your family? Yeah. Uh, goal. Yeah. Very and so when great. I started using it with my business owners, they got the ahas, um, their spouses got the ahas and I didn't, and I looked like more like a Zig Ziglar follower by helping them get what they want. And uh, it changed the relationship that I had with my business owners as well, because before that they would get the feeling that it's the, the visits were all right, you sold this much last year, last month or last quarter. What are you going to sell now? What are you going to do for me this quarter or this year? Yep. It felt better for them. And it wasn't a way to trick them because in all honesty, we want them to have a more balanced life. We get to see salespeople that burn out, business owners that burn out because they just, they're not spending the proper time in other areas. And by forcing them to set those goals in those other areas, they can keep things in check. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And you're talking about the family and the importance of it. The first book out of my publishing company, and we had 80 titles, the first book was titled Couples and Money. And it really had to do with the tremendous divorce rate that's really based around arguments over money. And when that's cleared up and the, the family can operate as a, as a team, as a unit, it makes all the difference in the world. So it's the same thing with what you're doing in terms of the businesses, what I talked about in that book. Yeah. And who knows how many marriages you saved by producing that book. Yeah. 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 I can tell you how many copies were sold, but I can't tell you how many <laughs> marriages were saved. But let's see. Do you have a case study to illustrate the this process? Absolutely. I'm going to use a gentleman that I will refer to as Wyatt. One of the things that I've done with my coaching is that I've told all of my coaching clients that none of their stories will be seen or heard anywhere with their name attached to it. Yeah. And this particular individual is and was working in the same business with his spouse. Mm -hmm. So his wife played an integral part of the business. And when we sat down to start the get squared process with him, 
she was there and I got to ask her to do it. And she kind of hemmed and hawed a little bit about it. And then usually I'll give them two weeks to get through the process. So when I came back two weeks later, she greeted me at the door and started summarizing her goal square. And it just felt so good because she was one of the people that was saying to herself, I don't need to do this. And I almost convinced her off of a favor darn near (laughs) to do it anyways. And yet she had gotten a lot of impact out of it. Now the business owner himself was, had some aggressive goals and he wasn't necessarily taking as good a care of himself as he should. Hmm. He wasn't eating right. He wasn't getting the proper exercise and things weren't going all that well for him outside of the business. And he was feeling a little burnt out. So he put some things in place, set some goals on how he wanted his staff to work and operate. And all of a sudden, three months later, he's hitting his numbers on a consistent basis. And it just is so neat to watch because, you know, I can't sit there and say, I'm the guy that did this. You know, if this guy's winning an award, here's what it looks like. I'd like to thank my family for their support. I'd like to thank all my team members. They've been just great. And then the music starts to kick up and he starts to walk off stage. And then he sprints back to the mic and says, oh, and by the way, I'd like to thank my coach too. Thank you. Right. And that's where I want to be. I, I want to be in the background because they're doing the work. I don't do any of the work for them. I just help point them in the right direction. And then the accountability that gets added into the mix is very powerful, very powerful. And I know that because the night before we're meeting, oftentimes I'll get a couple of questions fired at me. Well, yeah. why is that? Because they're working on it at that time. That's right. And because they didn't have the meeting the next day, it just may sit in a pile someplace and then get buried and then thrown away. Exactly. And that's that's one of the things I've noticed over the years about accountability. It's when you've got someone who's holding you accountable, even if it's the last minute, you're going to take the actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, is there a uh, what I will call a, a free resource, a valuable free resource that maybe you can direct people to that could further help them with this stuff? Absolutely. And what I suggest that people do is go to my website. They scroll down just a little bit. They can get the first three chapters of the book for free. And then in that book, it'll show you the tools as well that you can use. So if somebody wants to really do a DIY job on it, a do-it-yourself, they could download the first three chapters, download the tools, start to work on it, and they'd find out, wow, this is pretty helpful. The nice thing is the book is not expensive and it's not long. I built it with salespeople in mind. And if you hand a salesperson too big of a book, (laughs) it is going to become a doorstop guaranteed. (laughs) You got it. Well, I mean, you said go to your website, but I don't have a URL and I want to put it in the show notes. So absolutely. So www.spaulmooring.com and that last name, M-O-E-H-R-I-N-G.com. Great. Okay. So I'll have that in the show notes. Thank you. Is there a question that I should have asked you uh, that would provide some additional value? And uh, what would the answer to that question be? I guess the biggest question that you could ask is, is there a place that the goal square has the biggest impact? And to answer that question is kind of a strange answer because most people wouldn't go here. When we're talking about businesses and we're talking about business coaching, the biggest impact that I have when I start with that goal square 
is in the home. It's the relationships that they have with their family, putting those things first. It's their spiritual side of things, making sure that's in its proper place. And we tell them a quick story about the four wheels on a car. And you can imagine if you're going down a freeway and your front left wheel blows and you're on a a two-lane road, so to speak, it's going to pull you into oncoming traffic. Your front right blows, it's going to pull you into the ditch. Both of those can involve pretty bad endings. And so we try to get them to prioritize their four areas of life and make those top two the most important. That's a great approach. And because I've seen people where talk about, you know, having your wheel in balance and they've got 13 or 14 areas and it's like, there's no way I I can't keep track of that. I'm I'm Mm simple-minded. That's four. I can handle four. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate what you shared. And to my listeners, thank you for tuning in. You can listen to The Wealth on Any Income podcast on your favorite platform. And please rate, review, and subscribe. If you'd like to know how books, movies, and society programs you to be poor and what the cure is, then go to wealthonanyincome.com forward slash TEDx. You'll hear my TEDx talk and can request a free 27-page roadmap to complete financial choice and receive a weekly email with tips, techniques, or inspiration around your business or money. Again, that's wealthonanyincome.com forward slash TEDx. Next week, we'll have as our guest, Doug Marshall. If you want to know about commercial real estate lending, tune in next week. And until next week, be prosperous and bye-bye for now.